Welcome to the Uncomplicating Weight Loss Podcast. My name is Eva Rodriguez, proud Latina, single mom, and certified integrative nutrition, health, weight loss, and mindfulness coach. I'm passionate about teaching women how to balance being busy and healthy without complicated rules or restrictions. On this podcast, I'll be simplifying weight loss concepts and mindset shifts so that you can be confident in your curves. It won't always be easy, but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to remind you of the free weight loss resources that I have on my website, www.eva.fit. Be sure to take a minute, head on over there and grab my free EFT for weight loss video or take my weight loss quiz to help you figure out what steps you need to take to kickstart your journey. This puts you on my email list and I'm always sending my email list exclusive goodies like meal plans, promo codes, tips, and hacks. Lots of good stuff, so head on over to www.eva.fit. On today's episode, I have another special guest as part of my interview series. Today's guest is Miranda Lee. Miranda is a faith-based health and confidence coach who loves to help busy go-getters build confidence through food freedom, fitness, and faith. She is a wife, dog mom, and daughter of Christ. She's the host of a top-ranking nutrition and mental health podcast, The Empowered Podcast. Miranda is a huge mental health and eating disorder awareness advocate and recovering perfectionist. She believes that it is totally possible to eat the foods you love, prioritize mental health, and stop overtraining, all while still reaching your health goals. It's time to ditch diet culture and start falling in love with yourself. In today's episode, Miranda and I are talking about body confidence and body image. And here is my interview with Miranda Lee. So Miranda, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about you, how you got started and what kind of women you work with. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you so much for for having me on here. I'm so excited. So my name's Miranda Lee. I am a certified personal trainer and I'm a faith-based health and confidence coach. So I just love to work with like busy go-getters who are just, you know, have just so much on their plate, just, you know, build self-confidence and body confidence through food, freedom, fitness, and faith. And, you know, I myself struggled a lot with, you know, my body confidence, my self-esteem, my relationship with food growing up. I, um, I struggled with multiple eating disorders. I'm someone who was just like, when people would like describe me, it'd be someone who's very disciplined. And while that sounds good, it can get, you know, really obsessive. And, you know, I am a recovering perfectionist. So, you know, I, I didn't remember being in the fifth grade and having like vegetable soup for lunch. And then at recess, I would run a mile every single day. And, um, I think, one of the biggest issues with like diet culture and stuff is like, these are things that people celebrate. Like not once was anyone like concerned about what I was doing. People would be like, wow, that is so awesome. You're so disciplined. You're so hardworking. So it was something I definitely thrived off of was, you know, that external validation and, you know, even getting older and in college, I did competitive boxing and I would have to lose like 30 pounds in six weeks for a fight. And then I would do it. And then obviously the way I lost it was not healthy. So, and after the fight, even though I'd win the fight, I would, you know, gain it back. And then 
you know, in front of my whole team, my coach would be like, you're gaining too much weight. Like you need to lose weight again. And it's like, well, here's the thing. I've been losing it in time for the fight. So I don't understand why you have to make these comments. So it was just kind of, you know, everything, everything in my life, I felt like really revolved around weight. Like if I'd lose a lot of weight, so many people in my life would tell me how good I looked and how I was great. And I was always someone who, you know, struggled with weight, especially because of, you know, genetics. And my mom is, you know, super tiny, like very nice body. I got not the best genetic from my dad's side of the family. So even in high school, people would be like, well, why aren't you skinny like your mom? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just not. So, you know, all these comments that people think aren't that big of a deal really, really got to me. So, you know, I became obsessed with working out, obsessed with counting calories and macros. Like even on my wedding day, I got up early to, you know, do fasted cardio, to run, to get my lift in, to do all this stuff. And it's like, I felt like I wasn't worthy unless, you know, I was doing these things, unless I was losing weight, unless I was getting this external validation. So, you know, fast forward all these years, it's the best thing that happened to me was finding food freedom and realizing, you know, my body's going to change through different phases of my life and that's okay. And I'm still going to be worthy no matter what, like when God created me, like he just put me in this body as like this temporary vessel for all my skills and my purpose and who I truly am. My purpose and my value should, shouldn't revolve around how much I weigh or anything that has to do with like, this temporary vessel? Like what if we obsessed with like the wine glass that, you know, we poured our super fancy expensive wine in. And it's like, you're not even worried about the wine. You're like, well, this wine glass is ugly. Like it's too short. It's too fat. It's got a scratch on it. Like, bruh, who cares? Like that is like a hundred year old wine that costs a couple hundred dollars. Yet we're over here. So focused on the wine glass while there's super expensive, fancy, tasty wine on the inside. And we're just ignoring that part. Mm, Yes. Was there a turning point for you or like a moment where you realized like enough is enough and and you decided to, to, to make your, make whatever transformation or change or shift your mindset. Was there like a moment that happened for you where it was just like, this is it. I'm, I'm now going to start doing, doing it my way. Yeah, I vividly remember I was sitting in the bathtub and I was just scrolling through my phone and I um, found like basically this article talking about orthorexia and that's not something I ever heard of. And for those who have no idea what orthorexia is, it's kind of like this obsession with health and being healthy and working out and eating healthy and just an unhealthy obsession with this, um, you know, diet and exercise. And I was reading about it and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like, this is literally me. Like I count every single calorie. Like I work out for like four hours a day, every day. And, you know, like I won't eat too many carrots because, you know, there's too many carbs and carrots. And I remember just reading this and being like, Oh my gosh, like this isn't normal. Like this isn't good. And I was just crying. And, you know, I talked to my husband about it. My husband was the first person I ever talked to about, you know, my eating disorders and, um, he was super supportive. So it was so great to, you know, have that person in my life to talk to. And I think like once I was just aware of these things in my life, it was so easy to take that next step. And then 
I just remember being like, like, this is literally like a choice that I can make. Like, do I want to continue with this? Where like, I'm literally miserable every day. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's telling me I look great, but like, it doesn't matter because I am just so sad and anxious and I just don't feel like I'm good enough. So I think just one day I was like, I want to be good enough and I am good enough. So, you know, to go on this journey and, and honestly, fully, fully surrendering everything over to God was the biggest thing that helped me find food freedom, build that self-confidence because like my value and my worth has nothing to do like with me. It has to do with like the me that God created, like, because I'm a child of God, there's nothing I can do to make me less worthy, but there's also nothing I could do to make me more worthy. I'm just worthy because I am. Yes. So, you know, it, it was, while it was a switch that I was like, all right, I need to make a change. Like I didn't just wake up the next day and love myself. It was, you know, a lot of hard work, a lot of ups and downs, but I think awareness is like the biggest thing. And it was a journey that I went through and I didn't go through alone. Like I, you know, went to therapy. I was very open about it with my husband and then started opening up about it to, you know, like my mom and other friends. And yeah, it it took a couple of years, but it was like the best thing I ever did. And now it's like amazing that I don't track my calories. I, you know, work out because I love to, um, I don't obsess if like, I, (laughs) I don't, you know, do a hundred percent every day. You know, I just really switched away from that all or nothing mindset that I think a lot of us struggle with is really having that all or nothing mindset. And it's like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like literally a 10 minute workout is better than no workout at all. But, mm-hmm. you know, to originally think like, Hey, it's either zero or two hours, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's not, that's not true. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know that your your philosophy is ditch the diet mentality, which I love. Same thing, right? Tell us a little bit more about your approach to ditching the diet mentality and how, you know, so many, I think so many of our listeners for, for both of our podcasts probably struggle with this. It's just like we've been bombarded with the diet industry and all of the messaging and you have to eat this or you have to do that. Uh, what? How do you approach that when you first start working with someone of just like, let's undo and unlearn all the things that we've been accustomed to hearing? Yeah. So like, first, I, I told my clients that, you know, if if there was a special diet or a special pill or a special anything or the greatest anti-inflammatory apple cider vinegar shot, like we would have found it and we'd all be doing it. Mm-hmm. But that obviously hasn't happened. So yeah, there's hundreds of diets out there, all these different fads, but like, yeah, they'll work for a couple people, but 99% of the time it's not long-term and it's not enjoyable. And I think the number one issue with diets is that like they only work in a perfect scenario. Like they don't take into account like birthdays or holidays or, you know, your, your mental health, like, are you having a bad mental health day? You know, if you, let's say you go out and, you know, you're going to a a dinner with friends, like they just don't take all these things that are such a normal and enjoyable part of life into consideration. So it's like the only way that you can be successful in these diets is literally if you are at home every day, don't celebrate any holiday, any special occasion, and don't want to have fun. And it's like, 
literally what's like, what's the point in that? Cause you see people go through the holidays, like, Oh, I'm going to start in January or, you know, Friday comes along. Oh, I'll start over on Monday. Like there's a weekend every week. That's <laughs> how it works. So like, why don't we incorporate our healthy lifestyle yeah. into that? Like, why do we think we have to be miserable and barely eating Monday through Thursday? And then it cancels all out, you know, Friday through Sunday. And then it's just this constant cycle that we go through. And, you know, every year too, Thanksgiving and Christmas is going to come around every year. And it's like, we're always so surprised when it does. We're like, <laughs> oh my gosh, why did my fall off my, I'll fall off the wagon of this diet. And it's like, right. oh, it's been 2022 years that we've been celebrating <laughs> Christmas. Why are you all shocked? I don't right. understand. So I think it's like the, the biggest flaw in diets and like people keep doing them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the obvious ones is, you know, they're not sustainable. You can't be consistent with it. And it's not enjoyable. Like why do anything that you literally don't enjoy? Yes. Like what is the point? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I say all the time that fitness and nutrition is not a one size fits all. So it's like, I can't even come over like with clients. I'm not going to come over here and make a meal plan with you. If I don't know, you know, what do you normally eat? What do you like? What do you dislike all these things? And, you know, I, I like to take like I'll have my clients like do a food journal and I always say like, all right, what can we do to make this 1% better? Okay. If you went out to eat and you got fast food, what can we do to make it 1% better? We can get a small fry instead of a large fry. We can get a lettuce wrap instead of the full bun. Shoot. You can just have an open face sandwich. You know, if you're going to Chili's and they do those two sides and you really love fries, girlfriend, you don't need fries and potatoes because that you're going to be really full. Maybe you're like, Oh, well, so you know, I like fries. I'm going to get fries and, you know, maybe a salad or fries and broccoli, not because it's healthy, but because, you know, I, I see the fries as something that, you know, feeds your soul. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the broccoli is something that really feeds and fuels your body and its needs. And, you know, we can't just focus on one. We can't just be over here only fueling our body when it's like, well, you know, food's meant to be enjoyed too. Like, that's okay. Why do you think all these holidays and celebrations literally revolve around food, getting around the dinner table with your family? Like you're meant to enjoy food and there's nothing wrong with enjoying it. And we need to find that balance of, you know, feeding our soul and feeding our, our body and, you know, listening to see like, what is, what is it that, that we want? Mm -hmm. And And I know this, I remember one of the greatest days for me, it was actually, I think a year ago, I went to um, the San Diego County Fair. I'm, fr- I'm from San Diego. So I was visiting my family and we went to the fair. And, you know, I think it was actually this past year. And it was, you know, the first time that I went to the fair and, you know, I've had complete food freedom. You know, the year before it was closed because of COVID. So I hadn't been in a little while. And I went there and I knew I wasn't stressed that I was going to like overeat, but I knew I wasn't going to like, avoid the food at the same time. Like I was going to listen to my body. And I remember it came time to like eat dinner. You know, the fairs always have all these crazy foods. And I remember just being like, you know what? Like I'm craving nutrients right now. Like I feel like the old me would be like, well, you're here. Like you have to get the, you know, fried Oreos or whatever. And I remember getting this, it was like this avocado artichoke sprout, like all veggies, like the sandwich. And I ate it and I was like, this is what I was craving. I was craving these nutrients. And then a couple hours later, I was like, you know what? 
I'm my soul right now. Like I'm craving a funnel cake. And I'd never had a funnel cake ever in my life. It was my first funnel cake. And I was like, bruh, this slaps. Like, this is so good. What am I missing out on? Like funnel cakes. I don't care if y'all say it's overrated. That was good. <laughs> and I, and I, and I didn't feel guilty. I was like, you know what? I, I wasn't getting it. Cause I feel like, you know, I had to get it. Cause I was at the fair. I was getting it. Cause it's something I, I truly craved. And I think it was so cool that I'm so in tune with my body that I knew that, you know, a couple hours earlier, I was craving that nutrients. And then, you know, a little later I was craving something yummy and, you know, quote unquote unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I was able to enjoy it. And, you know, and it all goes back to the all or nothing mindset. I could have went in there like, nope, only eating super healthy or not, not eating at all, or could have went in there like, you know, it's the only day I can do this. I might as well enjoy it. Like it doesn't work that way. You should be able to enjoy these outings and not feel pressured either way. So it's just like, this is what I love to teach my clients. Like, listen to your body. Like you and I were talking about earlier, like your body will tell you what it needs. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be times your body literally craves nutrients. And there's going to be other times where, you know, it wants that, that thing that tastes really good. And we shouldn't feel guilty about it. Absolutely. I love that. And that's exactly the way I teach as well. It's like, yes, you have to eat the right foods, right? The nutritious ones. I I call it crowding out. So if you're going to eat something that's not so healthy, eat the healthy thing first, right? Eat the vegetable first. But like you were saying about French fries, I love French fries. I always eat them. And I'm like, yes, but if I'm going to have French fries, if I'm going to have pizza, I want to have a little bit of a salad first because then I can get my greens in and that sort of thing. But it doesn't have to be like, I will never eat a French fry again, or I will never eat sweets again because it's, it's that sort of mentality and that sort of just extreme way of thinking that like, that's what healthy means. And I put healthy in big quotes because it's, it just makes it that much more complicated for someone who's never, who has no idea even where to start. They're like, well, I guess I can only eat like kale for the rest of my life. It's like, no, you can eat whatever you want, really, as long as you are listening to your body, as long as you have a balance there. So I love that you also teach very, very similar philosophies as I do, because, um, you know, sometimes I read about or I listen to other other coaches that do similar things to me and they're very gung-ho on like their way, right? Like their way of eating and their way of doing things. And I'm like, that I know it works, but is it sustainable, right? Is it something that someone's going to do for the rest of their lives and be happy? Because for me, it's if you're, if you're not going to be happy, then what is the point, right? If you're going to be miserable eating that kale salad for the rest of your life, then what's the point? Yeah, maybe you won't gain weight, but you'll also be like really miserable and probably snapping at people and probably not fun to be around. So every now and again, it's okay to have something that you're that's going to nourish what you say, nourish your soul as well. So, so I love that you say that. And I know that you also work a lot with women on, you know, self-esteem, body confidence, um, body image. Talk to us a little bit more about that and, and maybe your journey and how you were able to come to a place of, of body acceptance and confidence and, and maybe some tips on, on our, that our listeners can start to incorporate if they struggle with their body image. Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I think that body confidence and, you know, body image is, is so important because we think that we will achieve a positive body image. We will achieve, you know, body confidence by hitting a certain weight, but like, we see that that's not true in like so many areas yet. We still like, are like, no, it's going to be different for me. No, it's (laughs) not. Okay. Let's be honest. Like, you know, you see people who struggle with like intense eating disorders, like anorexia who are so, so tiny 
And it's like, don't you think that if losing weight was the solution to this problem that they'd be happy? Mm-hmm. Like they're probably one of the most miserable people ever, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not that easy. Like, it's not that simple. It's just, oh, getting this, you know, the certain pant size or weighing this certain weight, like it doesn't work like that. But then you see the opposite as well. Like you see girls that maybe you'd, you'd say like, oh, like she's not my ideal body type. Like she's overweight. And, but then you see that they're thriving and they're confident, like Lizzo, heck yeah. (laughs) Someone who's confident in her body like that. Like she's a prime example that you don't have to be a size two to love yourself. And am I saying that she doesn't have any insecurities? No, we all have insecurities and we will all have an insecurity no matter what our body type and weight and pant size is. So obviously it's our mind that we have to work on. It's our mind that we have to, you know, rewire because one of my first episodes, um, I talked with, um, her name's Natasha. So you just know on Instagram as like the thick nutritionist. And she talks about how, you know, she came from Africa where it's like, women were seen as big and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then she comes here to the United States where it's, it's a complete opposite. And it's like these ideal body standards literally are made up. Right. Like someone made them up and then someone else was like, all right, that sounds good. And someone else was like, yeah, you know what? That sounds good. <laughs> and we're all over here like, yeah, that sounds good. And it's like, it's literally made up. Mm-hmm. It's made up. You know, there's, there's, we see movies and, you know, someone can be like, wow, that's an amazing movie. And nine times out of 10, I'm like, I didn't think it was very good. Like anything <laughs> that involves extra brain cells that I have to like follow a pattern, like mm-mm, I need something like predictable. And I'm just like, that was a great movie. And everyone's like, what do you mean? Like Hallmark's done that 10 times. I'm like, that was a great movie. So like the same thing goes with, goes with body types. Like one person might be like, wow, that's a perfect body type. And someone else might be like, no. And the thing is like diet culture has taught us that, you know, there's a perfect body type, we should all strive for it. Yet everyone on social media doesn't have it, or they have to hit a certain angle, or they have to have a filter, or they have to do this or that. And it's like, wait a second. So now this body type isn't even like, you, you can't get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused why we are all striving for something that doesn't exist. And by the way, if we all had this exact same body type, you know, we'd all be out here trying to be different. Right. So because we're all different, we're trying to be the same. But if we were all the same, you're trying to be different and we're never going to be like content and pleased if we're just, you know, abiding to diet culture and society standards. So like you could literally have the perfect body. Like you see these celebrities who look amazing and then like heaven forbid they turn their body and there's like, a little roll and it's like all over the newspaper like dang I'm sorry but if Jennifer Lopez can get a bad angle then I'm never gonna have the perfect body okay (laughs) so so it's like why set yourself up for failure and have these unrealistic expectations when it's like at the end of the day how do you feel about yourself it doesn't even matter all these other people think because everyone can think you have the quote-unquote perfect body and if you don't Mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter what everyone else thinks so you know I it, it it takes a while but you really have to rewire your brain like it's something I, I work on with clients like 
you know, I'm, I'm really big on affirmations, especially, you know, God-centered affirmations, because I know just regular affirmations can be kind of hard because, you know, you're like, well, those aren't really facts or that's not true. And it's like, well, God-centered affirmations, they are facts. Like you can not argue against them. So, you know, I love to incorporate both um, just regular affirmations and God-centered affirmations. And it's like, yeah, you might look in the mirror and read your affirmation that says like, I'm beautiful. I'm enough. I'm confident and be like, well, that's not true. And it's like, well, why is that not true? Because you've been telling yourself every single day that it isn't. So yeah, in the beginning, it's going to be weird. You're going to be reading it and you're gonna be like, I don't believe it, (laughs) but it's going to take a little bit and then you will believe it. But you know, the only reason why you believe these other things that you think are true, that are probably false is because you've been telling yourself every single day. So why don't we just change what we tell ourselves? And I promise you'll start to believe it. And it's, you know, it's not going to happen overnight, but it's literally going to be like the best decision you make. And happiness isn't like, you can't just choose to be happy one day. And then like, you're good. Like it's literally a choice you have to make every day. And same with self-confidence and, you know, self-love, like you have to wake up and make that decision every day. And you have to remind yourself. And, you know, in the beginning, it might be writing these affirmations on a sticky note and putting it on a mirror where it's like, you physically have to see it, you know? And then after a couple months, it might just be, you know, to say it, you know, to look in the mirror and say it. And then, you know, after a while, you, it, it's second nature. Like for me, you know, I, I always say you can't control your first thought, but you can control your second thought. So if I look in the mirror and I have this negative first thought, it's like, all right, nice try. I see what you had to do there, brain, <laughs> but I'm going to change that second thought. So, you know, I can look in the mirror and be like, wow, I'm looking a little chunk chunk today, but it's like, I don't think it's possible to gain like 20 pounds overnight. (laughs) I literally look the same as I did yesterday when I was feeling confident. So I know that my brain is playing tricks on me Mm -hmm. and your brain loves to play tricks on you. It's it's, it's sneaky. It's like just chilling up there and you're not getting all bored Mm -hmm. and salty. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to play a trick on you today because I feel like it. (laughs) You just got to recognize it. Like just because it's a thought that you have doesn't mean that it's true. Right. So, you know, it's something that we definitely need to realize. So, you know, I I tell my clients, like, you have to get these affirmations and you have to be aware of what you're thinking. Like, you're probably not even realizing you're having these negative thoughts. So, you know, I'm a big advocate for journaling. Like, you don't have to sit there and, you know, write for 30 minutes. But, you know, one of my favorite journal prompts that I have my clients do is literally write down maybe like these three repetitive thoughts that you have that are negative and cross it out and reword it into something positive. Mm -hmm. So you might be someone like, you know, I have big jiggly thighs and I hate them. You can cross it out and be like, you know, I have these big thighs that allow me to get up every morning to, you know, go on a run. They allow me to pick up my kids and love my kids. Like there's so many ways that we can like reword these negative thoughts and we have to like literally physically cross it out and rewrite it into a positive way and you know I I'll be with my clients and I'll say like hey tell me three things you love about yourself and like it'll literally take the entire session Mm -hmm. and I'm like that's it shouldn't take you that long Mm -hmm. you know and you know at at a couple sessions later like if someone asked me like hey what are three things you love about yourself 
girlfriend, I'll give you more than three, (laughs) you know, right away. And if right now I want you to ask yourself, like, what are three things you love about yourself? And you, if you can't name three right away, you need to work on your self-confidence and your self-love because I don't know why society has taught us like that we should like hate ourselves and we shouldn't, we shouldn't love ourselves and that it's cocky to love yourself. And it's like, what, but why? Like Mm -hmm. we should be our own best friend. Like I, I, I'm my own hype woman. Mm -hmm. Like I don't need anyone else to hype me up. I'm just like, dang, looking good. All right. Look at that hair. Like, Hey, you're not looking as skinny as normal, but it's okay. Like, that's fine. Like right now, like I'm definitely going through changes and, you know, I don't like using the word skinny or fat or anything, but like those, those thoughts do cross your mind. Um, you know, like right now I'm definitely going through changes because I am pregnant and this is, you know, my first pregnancy. So, you know, I know my body's going to change and, um, even my body's changing now. And I have had to actively rewire my thoughts and be like, like my body's priority right now is growing a human. Yes. Like my body's priority isn't going to be to weigh the same that I always did to look the same, like, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, my baby isn't chilling there going, mom, oh my gosh, I can't believe you aren't 150 pounds. <laughs> like, I know. I mean, I don't think he's saying that. He's not. I no, promise. he's not. <laughs> she was like, why, why should I care about that? Like my, my baby's like, yo, feed me, like mm-hmm. get moving, like be healthy, love yourself, you know, give me those endorphins and stuff. So, you know, we're, our bodies, we, we think that like, okay, we need to stay, stay like the same weight, like our entire lives. Like, no, it, it doesn't work like that. There's going to be different priorities, you know, and it's going to, your weight is going to change mm-hmm. as much as we don't want it to, it's going to, you know, we just went through, it's still going through a pandemic where, you know what, your health goals, your physical health goals are probably not your priority. Your mental health is. And if that means you gain a couple pounds, like whoopty freaking do, like you're trying to survive. And that's why the self-confidence is so important because with self-confidence, you're going to love yourself at every single phase that your body goes through. And like, why, why do we think that we can just stay the same size and the same shape and the same weight and same pant size? Like, Mm -hmm. like it's not going to happen. So why are we, why do we beat ourselves up when it doesn't like, Oh my gosh, I I don't wear the same size in high school. Okay. Like (laughs) no one cares. You shouldn't, we shouldn't care. Absolutely. Now I love that. And I love that your approach to that as well, because it's true. It's, we get these thoughts in our head of like what we're supposed to look like or what it's supposed to be like, and you get stuck there. And that's what that mindset is where we get in that fixed mindset where you're stuck and you can't think of anything else. And you get fixated on these things that, that ultimately don't serve you, that ultimately keep you in a place where you're either the negative self-talk comes in or where you're judging yourself or you're not being kind to yourself because yeah, things are going to change. Your weight fluctuates every day throughout the day. You know, and I always tell my clients that it's like, you cannot become attached to the number on the scale like that. That will drive you completely up the wall. And then that's not supporting your, your big goals, right? It's like, it's, it's this thing where it's in like, you, I love how you said too, like the thoughts, it's our thoughts are not facts. Our thoughts are just our thoughts and we can change them at any given moment. So you might as well change them to thoughts that are going to make you feel better, right? Thoughts that are going to help you stay focused and productive and determined and not in a spiral of just like, oh man, here I am. I can't do anything right. I, I my body's changing. I can't fit into these pants. Okay. You can't fit into those pants today. Get another pair. <laughs> Like literally exactly. get another pair and just like 
find something else to do that's not going to make you feel instead of like punishing yourself, right? A lot of, I work with a lot of women that will punish themselves and kind of go down this road. It's like, stop, like, just stop it. Right. Because at the end of the day, it really is, as you said, it's like, it's your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship. And, and it's the one that's going to affect every other relationship in your life, whether you like it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, which is why self-love is so important. And I talk about it so much. But it's it's also true, you know, there will be days that are bad. We will we all have the bad days, right? Tell us a little bit, maybe like a couple of tips that you would like, like to leave our listeners with. If you're having a bad body image day, just like you woke up and you were like, ah, it's just not, today is not the day that I'm going to be feeling like my, my Sasha Fierce fabulous. What, what are some tips that you could give us that we could maybe like, okay, you recognize that you woke up on a, you know, it's, it's going to be one of those days, but what, what can you do to maybe get yourself out of that funk? Yeah. So I, I think my first tip is literally like identifying like, Hey, I'm having a bad body image day. Like I will say it out loud. Like I will tell my husband, I'll stand in front of the mirror and be like, today's not today. Mm-hmm. I'm having a bad body image day. And guess what? That's okay. I imagine that, you know what I'm going to have I'm going to make a random number up. I'm going to have seven bad body image days a month. And I'm just kind of like, mm-hmm. check mm-hmm. one less for the month. Like it's just going to happen, <laughs> right. you know? And I'm just like, all right, we're getting this out of the way. It's just a thing in my mind. My mind's playing tricks on me. Like I literally look the same as I did yesterday or last week. Like it's not, it's not my body didn't just randomly change. So like my first tip is really just recognizing like, Hey, I'm having a bad body image day that's okay. It's not a big deal. And then, uh, you know, my second tip is, all right, you know, you're having a bad body image day. So how can you make yourself kind of feel better? You know, some people, you know, maybe you might want to dress up. I, that's not how I like to do on my bad body image day That's personally, <laughs> but personally me, but you know, I have like my sweatsuits from Kohl's that match. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm wearing my sweatsuit. It matches, you know, I'm <laughs> That makes me feel good. I put my orange Crocs on with like my socks. I'm just like, dang, this is what makes me feel good. I like it. And you know, it's something like, it's so silly, but like literally it's, you know, it's not something that I feel like I'm like showing off my body, but it makes me feel good because it's something that matches something that's comfortable. It's something I enjoy. It might be different for everyone. Like I know some people who literally might be like, you know what, today's my day that I'm going to do my makeup and I'm going to do my hair. Mm-hmm. I never want to do my makeup or my hair. So especially <laughs> on a bad body image day, that's not my first thought, mm-hmm. but you know, we're, we're also different. So like finding what, you know, what makes you feel good and, you know, definitely not going in anything that's going to punish yourself. Don't be like, well, I can't really eat today. Like I think really on a bad body image day, just finding that balance of, all right, eating nutritiously, but also eating things that, you know, make me feel good. I'm not, not going to eat this salad because it's a punishment. I'm going to, you know, eat it because it makes my body feel good. Like I'm getting those nutrients, but you know what, if I want to have like a cookie or two on the side, like that's fine too. So, you know, just especially loving yourself during these bad body image days. And, you know, I think one of my biggest tips is having like this steady, consistent morning routine. And, you know, I, I highly recommend you know, reading these verses in the Bible, like I have my little 101 blessings to brighten your day and uplift your soul. And it's like, you just 
The Lord bless you and keep you. The sun shines brighter and the flowers smell better just because I thought of you. Ain't that true? I thought of myself and the, the sun's a little brighter right now. So, you know, just finding things out, you know, that lift you up. If it's something simple like that, if it's like a, a quick, like one minute devotional, if it's, you know, flipping your Bible open to like Proverbs or Psalms or something that's really straightforward, that's uplifting. If it's, you know, journaling how you feel. Maybe it's like I'm having a bad body image day. So today I'm going to write down 10 things that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. or five things that my body does that I am proud of. And, you know, I, I think getting moving is is always a great way because, you know, it makes you happier, gets those, you know, dopamine, endorphins, all that good stuff. And remember that you're getting moving because you're celebrating what your body can do. You're not punishing yourself for what it looks like. So kind of, you know, getting in that mindset. And if you know, like, if I go into the gym, it's not, you know, it's going to be a more negative thing. Like go for a walk, do something that makes you feel good, you know, find what works for you. It's going to be so different for everyone. And, you know, you might be like, all right, Miranda, I'm ready to, to change my bad body image days. And you're like, all right, I'm going to try this out and be like, you know, that did not work. Miranda, I, I, I went to Kohl's, I bought a matching sweatsuit and I did not feel good. And I'm like, girl, it's okay. That might just be my thing. Right. But you know, like just try it out see what works for you. Yeah. You know, just cause you did it one day doesn't mean you have to do it every day. So like we like get so attached, like that one thing, like, you know, we'll, we'll have like a good healthy day and then like we'll eat dinner and then like, we'll have 17 Oreos and be like, I messed up. <laughs> and it's like, okay, you had 17 Oreos one day. Like what do you freaking do? Mm-hmm. It's not that big of a deal. What are you going to do tomorrow to make it better? Exactly. Have 16 Oreos. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But 1% better. <laughs> yes. 1% better every day. So <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, do what makes you feel good. Really try to rewire that brain and just be in tune with yourself. And, you know, I always, I always say, you know, turn to God, turn to the Bible because you are made with a purpose. And I guarantee that your purpose has nothing to do with your pant size or your weight or the acne you have on your face or how long or short your hair is, or these little calyx that I got that I don't know why, like I'm still worthy. I'm still beautiful because God made me like that. Absolutely. Oh, what a mic drop. I love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Miranda. This has been such a pleasure chatting with you. Um, Where can my listeners find you and where can they find your amazing podcast? Yeah. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at this is Miranda Lee. My um, website is this is Miranda Lee.com. And my podcast is called the empowered podcast. So M dash powered podcast. And, you know, it's on all um, podcast streaming platforms, but, you know, I have the link in my bio and stuff on my, my Instagram. So just follow me on there and, you know, shoot me a DM and say hi. Awesome. And we will have all those uh, linked in the show notes so that my listeners can find you, follow you and subscribe to your podcast as well. Thanks so much, Miranda. Thanks, Eva. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.